Hi, hello and welcome. It's Mark. Welcome to episode 10 of the Mark RNC Accent. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe for more. There's now a dedicated Facebook page. Thanks to all of those who have already hit like. And if listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. Before I jump into this week's episode, some thoughts around the past 10 weeks of podcasting. I've enjoyed doing it. It's been a massive learning curve, though achievable in many more ways than I originally thought. Some shares have been really therapeutic, some have been really hard. And all this, the only thing that has been hard, or harder, is getting feedback from you guys. So, please use markrnc.com. There's plenty of tools there for you to send me various forms of feedback. Search Facebook for Mark RNC Accent and let me know what you think. I'll take the good, I'll take the bad, I'll take the ugly, as long as you keep it constructive. So, episode 10, what's it about? Dealing with the arrogance of experience and how I learned to deal with it, or how I'm still trying to learn how to deal with it. Hang on till the final reveal for some awesome resources, or more of a resource, to help you take this episode a little bit further. The background bit. Here's a newsflash. We're all arrogant about something. This might be difficult for you to admit. It has been for me. The definition of arrogance for those interested is having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance. The arrogance of experience is thinking you know better than someone else. For me, I always thought I was better at listening rather than talking. I like to talk. It's what I do for a living. I talk, I sell stuff, and I'm pretty good at it. Sometimes I talk more than I listen. And from experience, it's not a behaviour that gains friends or respect. Instead, it can attract quite a negative response. So whether I'm selling, explaining, teaching, or just thinking I'm helping someone to make their lives easier, I talk. Sometimes I forget to stop sharing, and I keep talking. Passion's a taskmaster with a split personality. My lessons learned continue. Here's a recent experience which goes as follows. I saw someone had a Mac on their business and I offered my support by saying to them, write down 10 things that annoy you and I'll give you the resources to sort them. The thing with this well-meaning offer is that the person it was directed to wasn't interested and I didn't see it. And in my passion, I pushed the issue. It wasn't particularly well received, and that was a hard lesson to learn. After several days of conversation with this particular guy, his experience, it turned out, was way, way extensive. He had many, many, many years at a high level of a major company. Perhaps because of these experiences, he just didn't want the help offered, Maybe because of his, his current business, he just didn't have the time. I realised my mistake, the one where I was trying to talk too much and push my experience and arrogance onto this particular person. And so I didn't pursue it any further. Some things are left best as they are, and I need to learn when to shut the hell up. Haven't realised what I've done. I still find this is a problem for me. I still feel somewhat confused. Why wouldn't someone want to be better at what they do? I've learned to learn from everyone regardless of their age 
or my initial perception of them. I've also learned that others can be better at something than I am, and that's a big learn. That's something that I think that lots of people should try and work on. Here's another recent example of a conversation that I had which has had a fairly major impact on me. I spoke with, compared to me, a young lady called Darcy. During the conversation, we spoke about the lockdown days, how pretty bad they were for a lot of people, how good they were for some people because you got to stay at home and it was quite sunny and it was nice and you got a bit of a tan. Coming out of them, and more importantly, we spoke about the positives. And for her, the positives proved to be the launch of a business. And she built the business around bespoke fire pits. Fire pits, yep. Laser cut uh, the customer specification. And seriously, I was so impressed. I've been using my social media supporters since because they are phenomenal. Uh, they're called Deluxe without the E hyphen fire pits, by the way. Personal recommendations are probably the strongest sales tools ever. And that's an example when a great conversation becomes positive. And in that particular case, I, I realize now it was more positive because I asked the questions, I listened, and I shut up and let her do the talking. Sometimes our previous experiences in life put our level of experience above those who talk to us. Here's some questions for you. Are you more experienced and therefore a superior person to the one in front of you? Are the experiences of your travels an asset to your assessment of the one in front of you? Or are you simply applying a bias, whether it's conscious or unconscious, to the person in front of you? And finally, are you wasting an opportunity to expand your knowledge by applying arrogance based on your prior experience? In my opinion, the worst a person can do is take information gained from conversations and use them to try and gain ground from that person. I've seen this happen so many times, making that person feel small and insignificant. Honestly, they may trust and respect you before it, after you've destroyed it all. My advice, please try not to do it, ever. You're a better person than that. So how do you deal with the, the behaviour of arrogance and experience? The answer comes, in my mind, in three different parts. First one, one that I'm trying to do more, listen more than you talk. Secondly, give them honest feedback, which forms the following structure if you're outside a workplace. What you've said or done was great or not. This is what I heard, saw, felt. And this is the impact on what you've said or done. Secondly, it's worth the effort based on where you are or the social context. Sometimes it's better to have wings of steel and let the comments bounce off. Smile, walk away. Some social situations are difficult for everyone, regardless of experience. You can offer help, you can offer your experience, you can offer your advice. Gauge your offer before you offer. Will the recipient be responsive in a positive way? Judgment is king of the hell. Judgment comes through the experiences of getting it wrong or getting it right. In a previous episode, I spoke about what you can control and what you cannot control. 
You cannot control those who don't want to listen. Closed minds have closed ears. They refuse to listen or learn. Closed ears are the shields of the mind. Closed eyes, even if they seem open, refuse to accept what's in front of them. None of these things are in your control. What is in your control? It's the ability to know when to walk away or when to stay silent. The ability to influence with a few words. Drop them. Stay quiet. Let them sink in. You've heard me do that several times when I've paused through this podcast. I promised you a resource. This one's a great one. Um, I found it useful and understand what I was delivering. Search YouTube for a fantastic talk on the power of the pause. That's by Brian Tracy. You've heard me do it many, many times in the past 10 weeks. And I'll continue to do it because it's effective. The ability to know when a debate can be lost, won, drawn or useful for all concerned. Take control and know which ones are worth your time. This is Mark signing off saying, remember to hit subscribe if you haven't already. If you like what I'm doing, let me know by leaving a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform. If you have time, write up a review. You can reach me through markrnc.com or the new Facebook page. Just search Mark RNC Accent. And thanks for listening. Until the next time, keep smiling. It's a better kind of infectious.